As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I'm down to dunk. And I'm down to dunk. I'm down to dunk. This is J-Dub and I'm down to dunk. I'm Shea Gilchrist-Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lindy Waters, and I'm down to dunk. I'm Mike Muscala, and I'm down to dunk. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. This is Kenneth Williams, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. We say this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> this is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. <laughs> Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schleicher, part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me on this Friday is Taylor. They may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. Got it. Jay's going to just smoke you. Braveheart. This season. Yeah, you just missed it. Dang. I Who said it first? <laughs> I think we'll give it to Jay. And Jay. That's a movie. It's Jay. That's a movie that uh, I loved, but... Just everything on Mel Gibson makes me wonder if I should or should not love it. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Sorry, that's me yeah, actually that's sending I can a fix text message. I can fix that for you. <laughs> huh? I can fix that for you. When you want to watch Braveheart, watch Dragonheart instead. Is that the... There were two movies about dragons that came out roughly around the same time. Really? One of them had Christian Bale, Matthew uh, McConaughey. Oh, no. Dragonheart came out some years More before. More animated. Uh, yeah, Sean Connery was the voice of the dragon. Yeah, yeah. Does is it how <laughs> the similar? Voice of the dragon. Yes. How similar is Dragonheart and Braveheart? Is it very just the similar? Word, just the word heart. Uh, yeah, but it's still pretty similar. Both searching for freedom. Both in the same. Uh, Both blue like, blue faces. Eat. Oh wait, what's a dragon blue? No. In Dragonheart. All right. Uh, it's funny you say this. Last night I'm. I'm one of my rhythms is to go through my news feed, yeah, and just look at things. And Reddit had a whole sub, like a whole uh, thread on underrated movies, movies that were poorly rated that oh, are actually good. Dragonheart on yep. the list, really, actually good. Yeah, wow. I yeah. think it's Sean Connery's best work. The best week for the Oklahoma City Thunder in four years, three years. I mean, since probably, I mean, definitely the Chris Paul year. Was there a week this good? Yeah, there was with the uh, mellow thunder. Yeah, 
yeah. right there, right pre Robertson's. Just if you just pause it right before Robertson, Robertson gets hurt, injury. I think mm-hmm. that we made a full week of good basketball back then. It was. I don't. I don't know. Like we were talking about it before the podcast. Like how you can tell that things are different is how much media, national media attention, this run is getting. Yeah. Uh, Specifically, just Shay. Yeah. Like I don't know that anybody else would know how to talk about the rest of the Thunder. I will say, Low is already moving past. It's not just Shay. Look at the Thunder's uh, core young players and stuff. Oh, he I said heard that, that on the NBA, whatever the NBA show on ESPN is. NBA Today. Yes, yesterday. He is that said what it's that. called? I don't know. I think it's NBA Jam. The one with him and Perk and Vince yeah, yeah, Carter. Yeah. And You're gonna yeah, be shocked. Yeah. I don't watch it. Wow. I don't you I just happen to have it on. Well, if they're talking about Shea, and that's well, what I start doing, I'm definitely at the point in my life where I start hunting out SGA content. Yeah. It's like Bill Simmons talks about SGA. So mm-hmm. of course I'm like, well, I don't ever listen to Bill Simmons. Give me podcast. the timestamp. Yep, Let's exactly. Go. Which they do, which I appreciate. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, and it's well deserved. This has been a um epic week, which just really continues an epic run in the first fourteen games of the season. <laughs> Can you believe that shot that he hit against no. the Wizards? Well, I, and my favorite thing is, I don't know if you could tell, and I, mean, I think this is what he was saying, but he was yelling at everybody, one stop. Oh, he's one, one second. S- he's saying one second. One second? Okay. Yeah, one second. I, in he's, my mind, I was like, he was referring back to that Bucks game. Yes, he like, was. That's exactly yeah. what he was referring like, to. Surely we can do this. Yeah, we're not doing this again. And then he mentioned that exact moment in the post-game interview with Nick Gallo. Yes, and then like Lou Dort, even said after the game, like, I was not going to make that mistake again. Like, I was not going to foul. He was like, I did. He said, I think he said, I kind of fouled at the end of that Bucks game. But I'm <laughs> not going to foul again. Fouled just enough to get it called. He play, the play was perfect. Though if you watch Lou at the end, and it's like, it's definitely not like the highlight play. But you watch Lou, he, he almost, you just wonder if he knew the play that they were running. Because he got to the spot almost before oh, the Wizards, mm-hmm. you know, player did, and just had his arms just straight up. You know, it's almost like when you're like, I've got kids in basketball right now, and it's like you're just screaming at them, just arms straight up in the air, you know, and he just it was just perfect. It's it how you wish this is uh, really, this is a wounded reference, to be honest with you, but it's really how you wish the Oklahoma defensive backs played the ball. Yeah. Like, it was the perfect way. Yeah. Like, was, you, no contact, put your hands in the air, because he could clearly see that the ball was coming to Beal yeah. just by watching his body language, because yeah. he didn't even turn around. Mm-mm. He just put his arms in the air. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, but yeah. it was... You think Ludor would use his eligibility to come back to, oh, to, man. to go play at OU Yeah, I think he bit? would give up those millions of dollars <laughs> to go play a yeah. amateur... That's kind of... Right. He could get on a car commercial or something. He 100% could play yeah. in, in football, just... Pick a position. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Shay, yeah, give it to me. His is it blew my mind whenever I saw this after the game that he's thirty two, four and a half rebounds, five point six or five point nine assists, one point nine steals, one point four blocks. But he's fifty forty ninety right now. Mm-hmm. That to me was just like the yeah. moment where it's like holy smokes! Like I knew he was really high up in field goal percentage. I just didn't know his threes. Had ticked up. He actually missed five free throws to bring yeah, his, to say. He, his yeah. free throw percentage down, and they were giving him trouble about it after the game. But 
the fact that he's 32 points, 50, 40, 90, with, you know, over three steals and blocks, like, that's crazy. Like, nobody does that. Like, nobody has done that since Michael Jordan. Uh, so we were talking about this saying. before the pod. Is like, everybody wanted to dub Andrew Wiggins Maple Jordan, but it's time to to hand that over to Shea. Yeah. He is, like, the true Maple Jordan. 6'6 guard that does all the things that he does, like, leads his team. Like, this is... This is the Maple Jordan of the NBA. And Jay, you were talking about okay. We don't just bring up Michael Jordan randomly. There is you can't bring it up casually. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you can't just say you can't just say it. And the reason Jay, you brought it up because it's like no one has scored this efficiently shooting this few of threes. Yeah, not even mm-hmm. efficiently. It's the it's the the amount of points that Shea is scoring mm-hmm. without being dependent on three pointers, and especially in this era of the NBA. It's it's an anomaly. Like DeRozan yep. is the guy that everybody naturally goes to. Boo. Um, I know, but <laughs> but Shea is just doing it on a level. I mean, this is statistically like he's doing it on a level that hasn't been seen since like Michael Jordan. Yeah, because yeah. he's only taking he's shooting forty percent from three, but he's only taking it's like two point three, two point nine, yeah, yeah. Oh, two point nine threes a game, yeah, almost three, and it's looking better. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're it's, pretty big threes. It's too. a weapon. I mean, he hit the two step back threes. He hit the yeah. one to get the lead in that game, and then the other one to win the game. I mean, he's that's the thing is that I was saying like earlier in the season was like he's got to take them just to show that it's a weapon, you know, just to show that you have to guard me here too. And it was Law Murray that said this on the Daily Ding the other day. He was like, you know, everybody says we have these three level players. He's like, Shea is really a four level score because he can score three-point mid-range at the rim but he's also getting to the free throw line yeah, 17 with, times with, against the Wizards. yeah with regularity he's like that to me is like that's your four. which he was frustrated like visibly frustrated that he missed those five free throws against the because he'd been he's shooting i mean he was shooting oh, before that like yeah, 94, he's 95 percent yeah can you imagine i mean i'd be horrifically frustrated too even if i like hit the game winner or everything like you look back you're like gosh like i was about to like set some kind of record for, yeah. for like free throw percentage here. Um, Would it be that it's it's not that unfathomable to see Shea getting fifty points here in the next couple months? Oh no! Just way. the way he's scoring, it's like he could have had fifty already. If yeah, he if he to. if he was a little bit more, if he wanted to. Yeah, that's he, true. But he is really while doing all of this, really trying to trust his teammates. And really trying to play the game the right way, you know he's not he's not taking a crazy amount of shots. Um, I mean that to me is is one of the things that is pretty amazing because he's far and away the best player. He could be having a year like Kobe did, you know, where he takes like yeah thirty five shots a game or whatever. But he is invested and making this team and these players better around mm-hmm. him which not everybody not everybody would do this yeah so i mean you could argue like he should just go go hog wild all season because he knows that Chet's coming back next year and then like oh yeah okay then we can invest in you know the development of these players or de- you know invest in the development between Chet and I but he really does care about the team 
and the team wanting to like this team becoming a championship contender somewhere down the road and understands like there's a vision here with what we're trying to do and so like that that is also very unique like we talk about like how unique his, his stat lines are and his play is and how it's he can only be compared to MJ like oh that's great but he also just has the the attitude that like if Sam Presti could have inserted some kind of like chip into his brain for him to think this way like this would be the way he would want him to think yeah you know because it's it is still like very team oriented um it's just it's crazy to think about and this is somebody that is going to be in Oklahoma City for a long time this is somebody that's that they are building around him we're we're hitting this point where some people don't know how to talk about the thunder they just have no idea how to talk about the Thunder because they haven't had to for years unless it's around the draft. Yeah. And they don't have any clue what to say. So they just regurgitate takes that they had from two years ago and say, oh, well, they brought picks. Yeah. I think they want the picks. You know, and it's just like, that is not it. That, is, that is wrong. They, are, they have been building around Shea for a while, and this is their guy. He signed a five-year contract with the Thunder, and they, the Thunder, without a doubt, should want him to be their centerpiece. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny, too, just speaking to that, because uh, when I see people right now trying to figure out, okay, what, what else besides Shea can I say about the Thunder? Poku keeps coming up a lot from national <laughs> people. Which is fun. Which is it's true. I mean, Poku's been really good. He's been good. But it's just funny. It's like, how is it... How is it Shea and then your next smart guy step is Poku? <laughs> not Coach, not Degnault, not Lou Dort, who's been on this team the second uh, longest amount of time. Yeah. It's so, because Poku is the... The weirdest looking guy the, on the team. He, he and is. like he he's, just sticks out like a sore thumb. Like, yeah, let's, just, alien, let's just yeah. like say, let's just be honest about what happens. When he's on the court, you cannot help but watch him. Right. He's magnetic. He yeah. Is. And it's, I will say this. He is, I mean, you want to talk about that they lost that Detroit game. Yeah, that was bad. Which they should have won because That's, Detroit's not very good. It feels impossible now. Three, I, it really does. That, like, how did they do that? How did, yeah. they, how did they swing a loss there? And the significant difference is that the Thunder didn't have Poku. They didn't have Poku. Like, I don't know what it is. I mean, I do. He's... The X factor for this team. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he is. It's just like such a funny statement because it. I mean, it's true. I mean, he's averaging almost two blocks per game. Not That's to mention, been the like, thing this year. Is what's the his blocks. shooting splits now? I'm almost afraid to say them out loud. Dude, say them out. Hold on. Can I guess them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this isn't really a guess. Yeah. I think it's 46% from the field. It's better than that. 47. 47.2% from the field. 39. 39. You know that. That yeah, was my that, that one. That, that, that was my hot take or my bold prediction before the season, which felt bold. It felt dumb. They were everybody made me feel so dumb after I said it. I almost it was a good bold dick though. I considered delete. I I considered going in and deleting it because I because I was just beaten to a pulp afterwards, and I was like, no, I'm going to leave it in. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it. Yeah, that's the point of bold prediction. It felt it did feel impossible it though. Did. It felt it impossible. felt it felt so dumb. And here we are, 14 games in. And it's like, okay, well, he's figured it out. 
Yeah, because we're transitioning from small sample size theater to maybe a decent size sample theater. Like we always say, twenty games. We move theaters. I didn't. Did. And I, I'm trying to. I'm really trying to kind of uh, figure out whether or not I should call it the relatively significant, somewhat bigger sample size theater. I trying think to, you're, you're workshopping there. that. Let's name. wait until after tonight. Okay, let game. me let me stew on it a little bit. We're still in small sample size okay, theater, though. Size. Yeah, we're we're still we haven't changed theaters yet. Okay, just make it. I'm just workshopping the next season of that. I mean, he's eight, 18 of 46 from three. I mean, I mean, he misses that's a think, decent amount. Though. I think the only mistake though is he needs to shoot more. I need he should be at 90 by now. I'm just yep. saying it. Yeah, I don't disagree. I disagree. Lou Dort's almost to 90. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, Lou Dort, of course. He's so, okay, so again. Shea has been far and away the best player on the team this mm-hmm. year. Uh, it's not even close. If he's a tier one, then I, we don't have a tier two. Do we have a tier three? I don't know. Who's been the second best player on the Thunder this season? Before you go there, and okay. we can move on okay. from Shea, I just wanted to to drop these in. Drop it. Right now, Shea is a top five player. I think he's a top five player of the season so He's far. been playing... There are very few players that have played better than him. Yeah. This so Luca, Giannis, Luca, Giannis, and Steph. Steph has been very, very good. I think that he's he's played like a top five guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's top five in points per game, obviously. Steals, per, win shares, and by the way, that's not yes. His offensive win shares are holding him up third in offensive win shares, but mm-hmm. he's still 18th in defensive win shares. He's been he's been improved on the defensive end. He cares about the defensive end this yeah. year. Box plus minus, obviously, and yep. then value over replacement player. Yeah, that's wild. It's like so you don't crazy. even have to dig that deep to see that he's a top guy. Like he's no. gotten to that level where you can just look at the basic leaderboards and be like, yeah, that's one of the best players in the league. Yeah. Yeah, he's been unbelievable. And so, game winners. So out of all of these players that shoot worse for the Oklahoma City Thunder <laughs> from the three-point line than Pokashevsky, mm-hmm. which one is the most surprising? Okay? Okay. Like is good it, surprising? Like, so Poku is the one, two, three, four, five, fifth best three-point shooter percentage-wise for the Thunder. He is? Yes. Okay. Yeah, things have gotten wild in the last week. Okay, so these oh guys God. are shooting a worse percentage from the three-point line. And tell me if you're surprised by it or not. Darius Baisley. No. No, not surprised. Okay. Not surprised. Aaron Wiggins. Slightly yeah. surprised. Slightly surprised. Yeah. Trey Mann. Yes. Surprised. Yeah, I would have said there's no chance that that 33% happens. 33% is what Trey Mann shooting from the three-point line. More attempts. He's going to get, and he'll get better. Yeah. yeah. He'll be better. Mike Muscala. Yeah, it's surprising. Yeah, surprised. yeah he's in a slump. Poku is shooting better than Mike Muscala. Kenrich Williams. Obviously, Josh Giddy, not surprising. Kenrich has not shot the ball well. He played better in that Wizards game. I know. He, he also has taken some slightly dumb shots so far this season. He's trying to find his mojo. There's some stuff that he does that he I don't feel like he did in the past. Where I'm like, yeah. what is he doing? What's, what's He's Kenrich trying to hard. find it. He's what's Kenrich doing? It is. I think that's real. Lindy Waters. Gloves, my mojo. Lindy Waters. Lindy. Poku. Yeah, she's barely shooting played, Lindy. though. Yeah, how many shots has Lindy taken? 13. Yeah. He was really good. Instrumental. Against the Wizards. In yeah. that game. Where, I mean, I think we 
if we would have been asked about Lindy last week, we would have buried him and say like, yeah, he's he's toast, he's done. And then he plays. What did he play in that game? He played like thirty plus minutes in that game. Yeah, and it was really good. Well, Isaiah Joe, I think it was one of you. Twenty-seven minutes. One of you brought up when Isaiah Joe came in, it was like, okay, they're clearly trying to see because he and Lindy Waters are like the same type of player. Yeah, they are. And they're trying to see who's going to win out, who's doing. The, and it's it was. I was really surprised to see Lindy Waters get the minutes that's, in that game. Yeah, that's the thing about this roster is that Mark is going to let everybody have their chance. Yeah. You know, he's not going to bury somebody. Like everybody's going to get a chance to play. Yeah. Who are the top five? So we have Shea, Poku. You're not going to believe who number one is, and it's small sample size theater. I know who it is. Let's, I'll see if Tayshawn knows, because I read this yesterday. Is it Jerry? No. He's number two. He's number two, yeah. And he's he's been legitimately good. I know. Three. I said. I just want to, yeah. I, every time he shoots, uh-huh. I said this Four weeks ago, you did. Is I have the Not most confidence. I have the most confidence in JRE making his three pointers yeah. out of anybody on the team. And you all were like, uh, "No, Wiggins and me, 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 I still, me. I think I still feel that way. That's my Cartman, apparently. <laughs> hey, Cartman, see, I'm, I'm Cartman saying, is recently start, start to listen to Jay. Every now and then, he has a, a bit of Cartman that comes out. Yep, yep. And just, you'll start hearing it. Just a little bit Eric. Ready. Cartman, you yep. do the, you do that on the pulpit sometimes? We're just no, like Cartman. No, no. <laughs> I'm very, You'd very. Like, Jesus this, Jesus that. <laughs> uh, I'm very, I'm very no, refined. I give you full credit for that, Jeremiah. Take that's, thank you. That's good stuff. Yeah. Who's number one? You're not gonna get it. Well, Isaiah Joe's top five. He, I'll He's number three. I'll, I'll give you a hint. He has braces. Huh. One of our players has braces. I, I I can see the name, and I'm still shocked. He's got braces. His first name is a. It's very smiley, unique one. Dort? No. Dort. Dort is shooting 28. <laughs> percent I mean, you what? know that. The only player, you know that. I know. You know I that know, he's not know, shooting better than Jeremiah. I thought about. I'm trying to imagine. Let me give people you. A, let me give you a little bit better context. Who has braces. This player has only shot 11 three pointers for the season. Oh, I know who this is. It's J. Will. No. Nope. No. J. Dub. No. Nope. No. J. Dub is shooting <laughs> seven of twenty-five. Oh. <laughs> I know. I keep thinking of braces. He That's played really in the. He, he played just against. Tell me. He played against. Scoot, tell he played me. against Scoot Henderson this week. He played against Scoot Henderson this week. Also, takes some time in the G League. Not with the team. His name. Just do it. Eugene. Eugene. Oh, I'm a really. Yeah. Shooting 54% from the three-point line. Yeah, definitely not that kind of player <laughs> at well, all. I think there was one Since game he was like five of six It was the three. only game. It was like the only game he played for the Thunder. What game yeah. was that? It was the Raptors game? Yeah. Yeah. He led led the team in scoring, and they had eight <laughs> eight guys in double figures. I mean, the, the Raptors, come on, man. I know Pascal Siakam is incredible, but you can't let Eugene... I mean, OG played. Scotty Barnes played. The only guy that wasn't playing was Siakam, right? Well, Fred got sick. Fred has been sick the last like week or so. He tried to Fred play. Fred Katz? Fred Katz has been sick. Unrelated. Just impact, Un- unrelated just to the Raptors. The whole league. Yeah. No, Fred Van Vliet is sick. And so he played only a few minutes in that game. So, I mean, that was a thing. Yeah. But yeah, they were really bad. I saw on... Uh... <laughs> I saw on Twitter, rest in peace, the uh, the somebody posted a video of Scotty Barnes trying to get past somebody, and then they somebody subtweeted it and whatever, and said, 
Scotty Barnes has got that Kendrick Perkins dribble package. Oh, oh man. No. <laughs> that is sad. Uh, okay, back to my question. Who who do you think has been the second best player on the Thunder this year? Oh, man. I, I mean, I just said it. Eugene. Eugene. <laughs> Eugene in that game, yeah, he was awesome. Gosh, man. I know Giddy is much maligned. Yeah. I, it's hard for me to not say him. I, I Probably Lou is the right answer, actually. I mean, maybe he's had he just he's had some brutal moments. Yeah, I don't know anything, <clears throat> Taylor. What's something in your life that you have as much of a green light mm-hmm. to do as Mint Lou as Lou apparently has <laughs> to do so whatever good. he wants yeah. to on the offensive end? Yeah, eating mint thin Oreos. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I fumble the cookie and it falls out on the ground. How you still got to get sometimes. It. To try to be like Lou, you take that mint and throw it against the wall as hard as possible. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. he just, in my mouth. No, he just takes like, oh, it God. and he just slams it and he just like hits himself in the <laughs> yeah. cheek or like hits yeah. himself in the eye. And I will, yeah. uh, so to be fair to Lou, because he be has fair. been wildly inefficient on offense. Yeah. But he, I mean, he is shooting a little bit better at the rim, I guess. But he, he is, it does seem like in moments that matter, he is playing that defense that we've been. Yeah. Yeah. That one on one defense is still, He's still the best. He was great against Beal, which is yeah. probably where I would say he is maybe the second best player for this team. Yeah. I'm more of a Giddy guy. Giddy's, I mean, there's all, we have questions about it later. Giddy is, you know, not as efficient as he could be. He was missing the floater, but it does feel like he turned the corner in that mm-hmm. Knicks game. Yeah, which I would say, like, just number one, giving Giddy the fact that he's still really young, but he also we you forgot that he, we forgot yeah. that he came back from the injury, and it took a few games for him to figure out how to fit back in. Yeah, and so I think that looking at him, we're, we're less than a week away from from this. Josh Giddy's like 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 Josh Giddy's like. Doing whatever the heck you want. Kitty, 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 kitty. Triple, 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 double. Kitty, 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 kitty. Doing whatever the heck you want. That's great. That's good. Thanks, Wally. <laughs> Wally Serviak. Oh, my gosh. Did he play for the Knicks? No. Why is he doing their... Like after game, He's got a job. Yeah, you think probably, the Knicks, the Knicks surely have a player that's yeah. played for them that could that could be on their broadcast. I mean, they do. They have they have players, but he's he did not play for them. But he's probably just like, hey, I'd love to live in New York. Yeah. Hey, can I get a job with the Knicks or the Nets? You know, I mean, that's probably what it was. Yeah, I mean, we were Josh was awesome against the Knicks. Awesome. He was really good. The floater was falling. He had the triple double. I mean, we have to give this guy time. He mm. just turned 20 years old. I feel like we, especially right now with like any any NBA player, any NBA team, like we're like rushing to have like the definitive take on whoever it is. And like, I feel like Twitter and just the way that everything functions has like put us in a place where we have to, we have to know who they are and what they're going to be and what their trajectory is. And we mm-hmm. have to know it now. And with Josh, it's unknown because you watched him last year and he was amazing last year through a lot of different stretches of the season. And this year, it's he's had a slow start. He's had good games. He's had rough games. He didn't finish the game. Defenses know how he yeah, plays He played now, 20 though. minutes against the Wizards. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the scouting report is out yeah. on Josh Giddy, And now it's on Josh 
to figure out how to play through that. Mm -hmm. So I, and he is doing it like to his credit, it doesn't take that many games for him to start making adjustments. Yeah. I think, I think Alex brought this up, but that deal where he drives in and then does a half spin, that's like, okay, everyone. Knows yeah. Some of those turnovers that. that he was having. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's 14 and a half points, seven boards, five assists, you know, per game. Mm-hmm. Well, and especially a defense that is as good as Boston's was or is. Yeah. Like they just, I mean, not trying to keep all of this on his shoulders. But Josh's turnovers were a huge part of what got Boston back into the game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they turned the ball over like 13 times in like an eight-minute span. That really ended – I mean, that really ended That the was game. it. Yeah. And Josh was a big part of that. He's been turning the ball over quite a bit. And, you know, you ask – because the, the Thunder were like leading the league and it's just a turnover ratio and they had the least amount of turnovers in the NBA through like 10 games. And, like, we asked Mark about it and he's like, honestly – not really trying to do that. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm actually trying to put guys in position to where we would probably have more turnovers than we should. Mm-hmm. And so this, it, he was almost, he didn't say this, but it felt like he was saying, yeah, this is way unsustainable. Like, this is not going to continue. Mm-hmm. And Josh was like, yep, <laughs> definitely <laughs> not going to continue. This is what you expect from young NBA players. We saw it in the early years with Russ and KD every night. It was 20 to 25 turnovers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Especially with Russ early yeah. on. It took him, and he still turned the ball over like crazy throughout <laughs> the rest of his career, but it just took him a while to like figure it out. And, you know, we've, Josh didn't play a full season of his rookie season. And now he's only played, I think he's only played in 12 of these games. You know, you just have to give those guys time. Yeah. And it's just hard whenever you have Shea, who has emerged as a superstar, and it's like, all right, where's his co-star? And you're like, oh, he's over there in a boot, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> um, but Josh is going to be better. They are reworking his shot. And whether it works or not, who knows? You know, maybe it doesn't work. Maybe you hired Chip, and he does all of his magic, and it just doesn't work. I mean, that's a possibility. But... You just have to give it time. Yeah. You have to give it more than 12 games. You honestly have to give it more than one season for it to actually, like, this to cement. Because, I mean, we're still – you just have to remind yourself. It's all about how these guys play when they get to their prime. You know, I mean, last season for the Celtics, it was the first year that they had the overlapping primes of Tatum and Brown. The first year. And they made the finals. The Thunder are years away from – Shay and Chet and Giddy having their first year of overlapping primes. They are years away. And they're going to climb. And like the, the Celtics had great years before they got to last year. Like they had years where they were very competitive. And I think the Thunder will be the same, where they're going to have years prior to then that they will be very competitive. But you have to know that until probably Chet is 24, which we're four years away from that. Yeah. You know, and then Shea is going to be 27, 28. That's when it's like, oh, okay. That's that's what we're heading toward. And that's when everybody asks this, and we'll answer these questions, but like, when are the Thunder going to push that freaking button? Is it going to be now? Like, no. Mm-hmm. Nope. We can talk more about that later. But, but at, it's the just- same, and at the same time, like, that does not mean that they're still tanking. 
right? Like, no, no, no. The last two years, they were tanking. We said that. We talked about it a lot. Yeah. We informed, I feel like, you know, we were really telling people early on, hey, we're it's going to be tanking for some years. Yeah. And I think it ended sooner than we even expected yeah. it to. Just because Shay is Shay now. Yeah. Shay is him. So are you, do you think it's over? Tanking? Yeah, I think like it's Like tanking, over. tanking is... It's over. I mean, it they're de- trying to win games. It like, depends on. Wh- I would say it depends on where they're at in February. Because if we get to February and they are five or six games below five hundred, and they're hovering around like six or seventh in the reverse standings, then you may see tanking again. I wouldn't rule that out, just because of the talent at the top of this draft. And you look at what the Thunder have now, and you look at Chet, and you say, okay, we're not going to make the play-in. This is not, this has been great. But if we pull the plug now, we may have the chance to be in the same place we were last year where we have the fourth best lottery odds. Like, this is not impossible. It feels like it right now. But if that's where they are, once they get to February, that I could see levers being pulled if they then. go at the, at this pace though right they're 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 a 500 team right now yeah if they're 500 in february if they're at 500 like one or one or two take away then you just let it ride like yeah you, i just can't see them losing more than if it takes all the way to february and they're like okay let's start tanking you're so far ahead of the spurs and houston and maybe the Lakers. I mean, we'll see what happens. The oh, Lakers man. stink. Yeah. Golden State's probably going to start winning games again. Yeah. So it's I, like your think, best is fourth worst in the West. Yeah. If you're looking if you're looking league-wide, here's the teams that are above the Thunder as far as lottery odds. Obviously, Detroit-Houston probably going to be that way all season. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not surprising. They're not, yeah. They're the, you can plant them yep. there. You have the Lakers. I do think the Lakers make a move and probably, I would say, would end not at three. Charlotte, I think Charlotte has the sneakiest chance to be the worst team in the NBA this year. Yeah. Uh, and no I think doubt. they should. Like, he's a that's a perfect Wimbledon. That's the only team that I would be okay getting Wimbledon. Like, I don't want Detroit. I don't want Houston. Like, hey, you had your shot. You've tanked now for three years. Time to move on. Uh, Orlando, I think Orlando will be... Right where kind of they are, fifth best. But then you have San Antonio. I think they're obviously trending that direction. They're two and eight in their last 10. Mm-hmm. Chicago. Chicago's going to be better. Golden State's going to be better. Brooklyn, I think, they'll will be, be better than the. They will finish with a better record. I think than better. The yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, I was really meaning just what they are. Miami finished with a better record than yes. the Thunder. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else in the East. And the then East you're tied. You got Minnesota, Philadelphia. Are, and they're all just right there. So, it, like, there's not. It's not unheard of that the Thunder could still finish. 50 50 excuse me they could still be 50 percent. what am i 500 there 500. you go good lord <laughs> my brain just shut her down 50 percent. they could be 50 percent of wins all 50%. the wins they could do 50 of them uh and so they could be that way yeah. and still be kind of middling in that lottery you know yeah i mean you also i didn't go to the other direction where it's like all right so which one of these teams in the top 15 would like make fall. their way fall. Indy is like the only clear one, right? I still think Utah yeah. does. 
I mean, they're Utah's lost three in a row. Like, I wonder if some of the they're not going to fall out that far though. Like, they're going to be in the playoffs could. playing. They could out of playing. It's yeah. possible. They don't want to be there. You want to talk about who's going to pull some levers? Yeah, we'll see. We, I mean, the next couple of weeks will tell a lot. If What's they, what about Sacramento, man? They've won five in a row. They're in, baby. Eight and six. They're in like soon. They're amazing. Championship. Championship. Have you seen the... Uh, you think they'll have a parade for the play-in? They should. I would. The playoff? They I, should. Would. Yeah. I would have so many lasers at that parade. Oh, man. Dude, the laser is awesome. The laser is awesome. It's so good. I wish the Thunder would do stuff like that. It's so cool. I love it. Fire the laser. And, like, we'd be able to see it from far away here in Oklahoma. Like, there's nothing getting in the way of the view of the laser. Oh, yeah. A big blue laser. I could see it from my house. Yeah. Yeah. Who You're wouldn't want? Away. Who wouldn't be so excited to see the big blue laser after our thunder went? I'd love would it. you do green for Paycom or would you do blue for thunder? You have to don't do blue. Do don't green. do green. They'll do don't yellow for freaking loves. Hey, guys, yeah, well, don't make it sponsored. Yeah. Just, just have some <laughs> the integrity. Laser. Spotlight a loves logo. In yeah, the sky. exactly. Just have some integrity. My daughter would don't, love that. Don't do it. Just have some integrity. Make it blue. The Kings made it purple. You can do it too. Purple is such a cool color to put up into the sky <laughs> too. I know. Does it make a noise? Does it make a sound like a lightsaber when a lightsaber turns on? Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're, the Thunder are in this zone where I just don't, I don't know what they're going to be when we get to February, March. Like, are they going to be a team competing for the play-in? Is it possible? Yes. Is it also possible that they have the six best lottery odds and have a chance to jump up? Yes. I would lean toward the lottery odds at this point, not because of what I've seen this year, but just because of what we have seen in the past two years. But Shea has a chance to change that. So that's, uh, you know, I think that's where, where we're at right now. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. Right after that, we're going to do Tayshawn's Factoid, Victory, Victory. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. 
They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. And we're back after that quick break. It's time for Tayshon's Factoid. Tayshon's Factoid, bigger and mystery. Tayshon's Factoid, bigger and mystery. Hello, I'm Tayshon. This is my favorite. This is from Stat Muse. The Cavs have lost five games in a row. Wow. They're 30th in defensive rating now. Yikes. They were second before those five games. Yikes. So there's a team that. And they didn't, I, I know they haven't had Jarrett Allen, but they got like another player back. They got Garland back. Mm-hmm. And I guess Garland has been kind of a traffic cone on defense. He's just too small. Yeah, but I mean, you've seen small players be able to defend. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. Especially mm-hmm. when you have the offensive load that Garland does. It's right. tough. And right. he's young, too. But what other teams can we see having like this far uh this wide of a variance at level level of play like do you see any other teams kind of they're 30 they're really 30th in defense right in the last week is that what you're saying 30th in defensive rating in the last five games i think oh, okay okay yeah there's there's six overall yeah in the league um but are there other teams that you can see that are playing pretty well that we're like oh wow that's good obviously utah that could fall off yeah utah is like at the top of that list yeah i mean Portland is another one that I think is, if we're going to try to find the team, that you could say, okay, like maybe they fall off. They've won they've won a lot of games they shouldn't have already this season. So that's a team. I mean, and then Indy is the other one who's above 500. They're 6-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. Like The Pacers, and the, I mean, and that's the thing with this Pacers team as compared to the Thunder. Like the Pacers aren't going to, they're going to let it ride no matter what, I think. Just because I think their ownership group and their management has always just they prefer them they the they're comfortable in the middle, you know, yeah. like they don't they last year was the first time that they had been that high in the lottery ever, so that's another one. I think there are more bad teams that, that will good. get better than yeah. teams that are playing well that will fall off. Yeah, that's probably like that's, just going through obviously the Jazz. And the Western Conference are probably the most. Portland is the other one. I think you're right, Andrew. But you look beyond that, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how far you can go before you're like, well. I can see a huge swing for Golden State. Like, they just need some other 
the way Steph's playing this year. Yeah, but going the opposite direction. Right, right going yeah. the opposite direction. So the way Steph's playing this year, it doesn't take that much for them. They just need like one or two players to play normal. They just need to stop playing the young guys. Well, like Jordan Poole has struggled. Like if he just plays normal, they yeah. probably start winning more games. Well, he's playing with the young guys, though, is the problem. Uh, like he's playing off the bench mm-hmm. with that second unit, and they stink mm-hmm. because they're young. Yeah. And they're and they also young and also might not be good. Yeah, they really might not be good. Like Kaminga, I don't know. James Wiseman, obviously, they sent him to the G League. They say, you're not even good enough to play in the NBA. Moses Moody, I have more faith in him than anybody else just because he has a trans, he has translatable skills to this Warriors team in, with his shooting. And Kaminga, it's only his second year. I mean, yeah, we, again, we have sa- plenty the, of players on our team that the same The same giddy speech goes for Kaminga, too. Yeah. It's like it's, it hasn't been that and long. And Poku, Andrew. Look at, the, look at hey. what happened with Poku. Hey. We were done with him last year. Or I was. I wasn't. I was. A lot of people were done with him. I'll never be done with you, Poku. I'm still wearing the Poku pack. And and now I'm realizing they were just breaking him, (coughs) breaking him like a horse. They had to break down all of his tightening the screws. They were like, "Dude, you you're just not going to play. If you're going to do this, you're not going to play." They had to break him. Mm -hmm. They had to see if he's strong. Is he resilient? Turns out he's very resilient. I mean, that's that is Eastern European. That's true. Pretty resilient. It's true. As a people. Yeah. Ukraine. It's true. Not the same country Poke is from. No. Same area of the continent. True. You're doing great. Thanks. You should keep going. Okay, that's all. John's back toy bigger in a furry. John's back toy bigger in a furry. I don't even know where Poku's from. Uh, Pokeland? No, hold on. He's from the same place that Jokic is. I just got to remember what it is. It's not Serbia. It's not. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Let me spend the next 10 minutes of the podcast doing this. It is Serbia. I'll just <laughs> say that. Well, that's what I meant to say. It's not Serbia. It's the other Serbia. Oh, it's Serbia. Yeah, it's Serbia. Serbia. You, the first time you said Serbia. Yeah. It's not Serbia. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Twitter questions. You've got questions and you ask them on Twitter. I would love if you just hit Luke's deep dive and he was here. He just and walked he just in. Like didn't know. He just did a, a deep dive for two <coughs> minutes and then left. And then he was just gone. Yeah. He could just send one in. Yeah. Luke's, yeah, Luke's funeral is um, next Saturday, <laughs> by the way. We'll put out the address. He's in uh, the Bahamas. He's been there for weeks. Um, <laughs> uh, so, first off, we don't really know what's going to happen with Twitter. You know, yeah. nobody does. So we may have to get a new song. I don't know that Discord questions really. Discord quit. Nope. I think it might actually work. That was actually yeah, kind of good. Yeah, that was pretty good. I kind of liked that. Um, Same so maybe we're fine. Syllables. So yeah, I think yeah. we're fine. Um, but yeah, so you can. What do we do? What do we'll we figure do? it out? We'll figure it what out. What do we do? Without Twitter. Like, I, I understand. Listen, Twitter's got problems just like everything else. 
But so just let's, like let's just say this. Yeah. Twitter's problems do not come from the same things that everything else. No, comes no, no. From. Everything Probably. has problems is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Okay, everything like, does. Nothing is flawless. That's true. Yeah. I'll give you that. So this podcast, uh-huh. I think it's fair to say that this podcast was built via Twitter. Yeah. I mean, all of the NBA, I mean, some people wouldn't have jobs right now if it weren't for Twitter. Woj. Woj. What does Woj do with all of his millions That's of what followers? I don't know. How do we find out news? Discord. It's not on the Down to Dunk Discord, which is like a nice place for community. It's That's crazy because like Shams and Woj get paid their money because of Twitter. I know. Yeah. What do they do? <laughs> do they? There will be... Another platform that rises, yeah, yeah, there will be. from the ashes of Twitter. Mastodon. I don't know if it's going to be like just a Twitter alternative. It might just be we start using a different platform in a new way. Like, I don't know. Maybe Insta. It, maybe it transforms. Maybe Instagram is like you know what? Let's add yeah. some new features. I mean, they've they've yeah. changed their platform a lot. <laughs> It is not the same platform that we've had. But I just kind of hope Twitter rebounds, just because it's, it was, it's been great. I know. I just hope it's it, home. I just hope it gets sold. Like I that. Mean, that would be so like the vindication where it's like he bought it for forty four million and then had to sell it billion. Like, yeah, sorry, billion dollars, and then sold. Which is everybody's like, you know, Twitter's not worth that, right? And he's like, whatever. Yeah, but I got <laughs> whatever. It. I don't know. And a court's like, no, you have to buy it now. You already signed the contract. <laughs> and they <laughs> sold it for like ten billion or four billion or Gosh, fifty yeah. million. It's terrible. I'll buy Twitter. It's terrible. How much you got? Not a lot. I'll put some in. Twelve fifty. I bet between twelve dollars. Twelve dollars fifty cents. That's my offer. All right. Final offer. Take or leave it, Elon. I wouldn't know how to run it. I would also burn it to the ground. No, I man, you just yeah, give but it the to people would that be, know what they're doing. Like, just don't be involved. I in would, it. I would honestly have to fire people all the time too. Yeah, you just start panicking, firing people. If I saw my name, my name popped up on the Slack. I was fired. <laughs> You're out. All right. Our first Twitter. Please don't talk about me. Uh, you're fired. No, no, fired. You're done. No, no, I'm no, too no. fragile. Fired. Please don't. I only bought this for twelve fifty. <laughs> yeah. Why do you expect so much? I'm wildly unqualified yeah. for this. <laughs> None of you are getting paid. I don't know how this works. Just record podcasts. I just talk into a microphone, and then this is my job. They're okay. like, "Why did you buy this? Then fired. Get, you're get fired. Out just here. shut up." <laughs> <laughs> At sixty nine, and then some. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh that is quite a handle. This is why this is another reason why I don't want Twitter to go away because of handles like this. You just reach it and then you don't sorry, crap. Whoa. And then you don't even Whoa. know. I'm sorry, we Whoa. need to take it Whoa. down. Sorry. Okay. Not Should we trade our picks for an overpriced all star or let Presty work his magic and keep overlapping primes perpetually? <coughs> at some point, that again, I didn't. Even at some point, there will be a consolidating trade. At some point, and they're already doing this. We've seen it with multiple picks in the last two drafts. I do think at some point they're going to find. I I would not expect it to be like what star would be available. I don't know if it's going to be an all star, but I think you will see the addition of helpful yeah. role player, like not Jay Crowder himself today. Yeah, but how many times was Jay Crowder available over the last five years? As, and he's the piece that made a difference in Phoenix. He's the piece that made a difference for some of those jazz teams. Like, that's the 
that's the kind of move that I would expect more than maybe this home run we got Donovan Mitchell pick. But you also have to recognize that they have the ammo to go they do. to go after the big name player yeah. when it's time to. Because and they didn't at the time of the overlapping primes of Westbrook Durant. This is why Sam has been saying to everybody he negotiates trades with as far out as possible. Picks as far away from today as possible. Yeah. And then people are like, why does why? Like is he recruiting middle schoolers? You know, it's just, no. It's because he knows that but, Shay and Giddy and Chet and everybody else, and he didn't know he was going to have Giddy and Chet, but that's who he got. He he knew that they weren't going to be ready to win for years. And so let me have all the extra picks whenever those guys are ready to win. And then maybe, I don't know who it would be, somebody... I mean, it was it was kind of shocking. If two years ago you said, "Yeah, Donovan Mitchell is going to get traded," right? You know, you would have been like, "No way!" Like this Jazz team is set up to be good for a long time. Why would they trade him? You know, you wouldn't have said the Jazz are going to blow up two years ago. Like no one would have said that. So you just don't know. The NBA changes so fast. Teams change so fast that you hope that this Thunder team stays together. And that I mean, by could, the by the time you get there, it's, it's like Anthony Edwards. Yeah. You just don't know. And he's disgruntled, which he already is, but, you know, like that could be it. Or I'm trying to think of other guys that are out there that you'd be fired up about. But Bull, bull. <laughs> Jaron Jackson Jr. I mean, yeah, you just don't. We just have no clue who it's going to be. But I would say. Kay Cunningham. That they'll have the ammo to go get pretty much whoever they want. Plus, if you're still developing a lot of these younger guys in the background, you could package a couple of those guys together, four or five picks, yep. and go get whoever you want. Because that's what it took to get Mitchell. Yep. You know? So they're going to have a chance to, yeah. to do that. But I will Fair. say, it's not today. It's not this season. I don't care if they're 10 games above 500 at the trade deadline. The Thunder are going to sit on their hands, and they should. This is not the year to go for it. This is not the year to fortify the team this is not the year to do any of that this is the year to sit back see what develops give these guys experience and and let it ride what about evan mobley if evan mobley suddenly became available like and they were like years from now yeah i mean he's annoyed he doesn't like the ownership yeah it'd be great i'm just saying i great. just Based on the brand this person with this Twitter handle is trying to create for themselves, mm -hmm. I was not expecting this kind of question and this kind of conversation to come out of it. And yeah. uh, I really respect that. It's a very respectable. This is why, if we're looking for one reason why Twitter shouldn't go away, right. it's because of at 69 and then some. Yeah, I really respect this. Yeah. Uh, at New Age Thunder, is Josh getting benched because of defensive effort? I think sometimes he is, yes. But I also think that other times he's just turning the ball over like crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the other thing that Mark has proven time and time again this year is he goes with who he thinks is the right person at the time in the game. Yeah. And Giddy wasn't in it against the Wizards, and so who did they go with? Lindy Waters and J-Dub played a lot of minutes yeah, uh, particularly towards the end of the game, and and so he just is riding with. You cannot 
Mark's rotation this season is just outside of Shea and Dort. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, it's like he just throws names in a hat and he's like, ah, how about Isaiah Joe gets 20 minutes today? Yeah. God, like, isn't that. Jay Will played against the Wizards for six minutes or whatever. Like, yeah. That makes them being on track to be a, around a 500 team even more impressive to me. Yeah. Just uh, he, it's like, how. What other team can just do this and they kind of play the same? No well, I think they've had nine different games. starting lineups in 14 games. It's crazy. Yeah, we're ignoring And not, not injury-related, really, sometimes, kind of, but not really. We're ignoring right. the fact that Trey Mann and Darius Baisley, which I know Baisley, he's a much maligned player. Oh, he's maligned all right. He's maligned oh, gosh. by a certain group of Thunder fans. Actually, I mean, but for me, Trey Mann... Maybe was trending towards if he shot a better percentage, obviously, but he was playing really well within this team. Yeah, I mean, you look at that's a big loss. As you look far at as his on offs, I mean, it's some of the it's one of the best numbers on the team. It's Muscala is a plus fourteen point eight, which is kind of mind blowing. It must have just been on the court for the correct runs there because he's it's only one hundred sixty three minutes. But Shea's plus thirteen point eight, Wiggins is plus eleven, and then Trey's plus ten. Those are basically your yeah. three best. So the fact that he's been out now, it feels like seven games, but I know it hasn't been. But the fact that he's been out, Baisley, like I said, but he does do some stuff defensively. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 qualifier, qualifier, next player. But you know what I'm saying? Like the <laughs> fact that those guys haven't been out there, I don't know. Yeah, Baisley is a plus 6.7. So Take that down to dunk. Take that, me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, C, obstinacy. Uh, With SGA's recent performance, has he cemented himself a spot on the Thunder Mount Rushmore, assuming he keeps this up? Oh, yeah. Or would he need to do more to surpass guys like Paul George, Chris Paul, or Ibaka? Dude, no. He's already passed Paul George. He's passed Paul George. He's actually passed Paul George in Thunder scoring, too. So who is your so how many people were four? One, two, three. Yeah, yeah, four? you got four. Yeah. Four press. Katie Russ. Katie Russ. Shay. Shay. Isn't he third? Yeah. And Collison. And then Nicholson. <laughs> yeah. Because we like Nicholson. I guess. Yeah. We just like him. Yeah. He had blood would dripping be down the, his face. I mean the only retired number. Yeah, you can't be By the default. only retired number and not be on yeah. Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Yeah. I'd also just like to put Mello up there just for fun. Sure. Yes. Just for just as a reminder to everybody in the whole wide world. That's my Carmelo, favorite moment in Carmelo Thunder Anthony, history. Yeah, Carmelo Anthony wore a Thunder jersey, by the yeah. way. Not Western Conference Finals. Not the NBA Finals. No. Mellow. Mellow getting traded the to press the press conference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before the season. Yeah. Highlight of my entire Thunder fandom. It was great. That's not God, true, that by was the weird. way, that, before I get blasted. Put him in the Mount Rushmore. You know what that team feels like now? That team feels like when a really huge band is touring and they just come into the city and play like one night. Mm-hmm. Or like when that Mumford and Sons tour was randomly in, in Guthrie, Guthrie. And there was like so many people. The there hottest day of my life. The hottest day of my life. Yeah, it was terrible. But it was like two days of this doesn't even feel like Oklahoma. Like this yeah, is where, weird. Where that am this I? Music festival what is this? Here. And then it's gone. That's what that team feels like. Yeah. But yeah, he's on the Mount Rushmore along with Carmelo Anthony. Can we just... Like just for so we talked about this just the other day. That Guthrie show, mm-hmm. there was one tree. Yeah, there was one tree, mm-hmm. and everyone on the was entire under property, it. and all twenty thousand people were trying to get underneath <laughs> it. Yeah, because it was so hot. Yeah, 
We did mention James Harden as a part of the Mount Rushmore, though. Yeah. Either. Can't do it. Can't do it. He was pretty good. He was pretty good, but it's it's one of those things where it's like you don't you can put him up there. I'm talking about the fourth spot, not ahead of SGA. I think yeah. SGA has clearly had a better. When you tenure. think of like, I'm just gonna put Chet up there, preemptively. Okay. Wow, Poku. Oh, he's my 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 hmm? my Poku. <laughs> Poku. <laughs> I was gonna say he's on my Mount Rushmore, but he's not really. He's mounting me. He's fun. Next question comes from at Sam underscore Mark underscore Kelly. Rank the roster by who you believe in most long-term. Okay, Shay. Shay. J-Dub. Chet. He's not my number two, but he's up there. Okay, well, you have to do them in order. Oh, rank. rank. Okay, got you. Uh, this isn't in order, but it's my ranking. <laughs> who I believe in the most. Shay. Shay. Giddy. Shay. I mean, Chet is a part of it, too. Yeah. For me, Shay, Chet, Giddy. Then who's next? Probably Dort. Wow. <laughs> I put J-Dub next. Okay. Who I you believe love. in long-term? Yes. Dort, Dort is a very valuable player. I think he is, too. Long-term. I just think that J-Dub has a higher ceiling than him. Yeah. J-Dub can, can play. I agree with that. He can play multiple positions. I think he will be able to shoot it. Yeah, he's. it feels like he's improving. I don't know if the statistics bear that out, but it definitely feels like he's I don't think better he, I don't in the last few games did. than he has been. I think he's better in that one moment that I paid attention than all those other moments. He I passes the eye test, that's for sure. I don't know what it is. I need him to get rid of the mask. Are. Some people, the mask works. Not for J-Dub. No, it squeezes his hair. Yeah, I yep. agree. It's not good. I no really mask. like what I've seen from him, though, man. He needs to finish a little bit better at the rim, too. Like He's, he's trying to work some of that high off the backboard finishes, and it's just not in his bag yet. I think he's going to get it, though. Oh, I, dude, I think that... Yeah, I'm with you, like 100%. He's the one that I have out of all of the guys they just drafted outside of Chet, I guess. But I don't know. He's 76% at the zero, rim? Zero to three feet. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Jay, you wrong. Yeah, well, I want him to. I, I just expect better than that. He needs 100. Yeah, right? I need 100%. That's yeah. good. 110%. Really the, and then the only two zones he's not shooting well is from 3 to 28%, and then from 3 to 10 feet. Yeah, that's what I meant. 38, yeah, I was, come 38%. 3 to 10%. Oh, when we said 3. Feet. When we said three, you meant three-pointer. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. That's Finishing that. at the three-pointer line. You guys know. Rim. Okay. Uh, J-Dub and then Dort for me. Okay. And then, Do we need to do more? I mean... I mean, are you going like Wiggins, J-R-E? Yeah. I mean, That's where I am. I'm, of, I'm in on Wiggins, too. Wiggins, I, like, I think, is right I like there, Wiggins too. A lot. I also... Jerry? Jang, too, is somebody mm. that we have to think about who did not play well Wednesday. For the blue, which is not not good. Um, this has to be based on, I think, a little bit more than just potential, though. You know, like Jang, I can see it. This is who you believe in long term, right? Yeah. So Jang, it's uh, I just let's see some more. Yeah, we need to, we definitely need to see more. But there's some stuff there with him. He has good court vision. He's really he's really tall. Which and moves like he's six six and not six eleven. So I don't know. There's a lot to like there. I mean, you think about the trajectory that Poku's been on. If Jang can be on that Poku trajectory over the next two seasons, I mean, what they've done with Poku now makes really me good. believe they can do anything with anyone. I know. 
It really doesn't make you believe that anything is possible with this team and with yeah, it's what like, they is, do. Is this the best developmental team in the league? Give me a year to answer that question. Okay. Because who's the, who's the other one? Heat? The Heat are very, very good. I mean, there's a lot of good teams that have done a lot of really good stuff. I mean, it just depends on the situation, though. I mean, you look at Golden State's done a good yeah, job, Golden too. State. But the only reason that Jordan Poole got the giant contract that he did was because he had that year to develop and just screw up the mm-hmm. whole entire year, and they didn't care. You think that Jordan Poole could develop on this team like that? No, because Kaminga can't and James Wiseman can't. They don't have room for them to screw up. You know, that's that's part of the thing. And the developmental minutes, that will start changing for the Thunder, too, in the next few years when they are trying to win games. It's just harder to develop players whenever you have expectations. And maybe that's an argument in favor of the Heat being the number one team because it's like they stay good and still develop, develop these players. They're just fine, guys. Like, I just don't know how they do it. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, at A. Kennedy Drums, if this is truly who Shea is, do you think he could win the MVP once this team is fully formed? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would have said you were an, an idiot to say yes to that question five weeks ago. But this player, <laughs> this player, yes, could definitely win the MVP. Yeah, I mean, they have. he already has the, the stats for MVP. Mm-hmm. He'd just need his team to be, you know, if they were a top four seed, he could, and he had these stats. Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah. At Al, Al Karamazov. That's right. Why do you think Poku was benched yesterday? Other than one errant pass, I thought that he was playing fine. Am I wrong? What? Was Didn't, like, wasn't that the game he rolled his ankle? No, no, this is Or is is that Boston? No, no, no. Yeah, he rolled his ankle in Boston. Oh, okay. I think he just wasn't playing physical enough. And Mark does not allow Poku to go through long stretches where he's not playing a physical brand of basketball. He shot the ball well. I agree. Like, I think that he could you could have let it ride with Poku. But he obviously, I mean, you look at the guys that he went to with, like, Kenrich and Wiggins and those guys. Like, yeah, he's looking for physicality. Yeah. And he and Giddy just weren't providing it. And so he pulled them both. And with the hopes that in this next game against the Grizzlies that he gets a more physical brand of basketball from both of them, and that they both play well. And they're going to need them to play that way against Memphis. Memphis is good. No Bane, though. Yeah. Which is kind of a big – that's a really big deal. That is deal. a big deal. It's a really big deal for them. Um, at AF Drums, we had a lot of drummers here. Uh if we win around 35 games this year and knowing Chet will be added next year, does Presty package a group of picks? Where do you answer this question? To go get a young star add to what we have? No, they don't. He said if it were his choices, though, Zion, Hero, or even trading up in the draft. Trading up in the draft is always going to be an option. Um, I don't think Zion will be available. I don't think Tyler Hero will be available either. But I also just don't know that Hero is like necessarily the kind of guy that you want because he he likes to have the ball in his hands. Like yeah. he's not like a Clay Thompson like shooter. Like he, there's a reason that he comes off the bench a lot for the Heat is so that he can kind of do his thing. Well, I think with OKC too, like your your best players are going to come from within the organization. 
yeah, you're probably you're not going to trade for one of your top three guys. Yeah. I think when you're really good, then you can trade for veterans or maybe not even maybe younger than veterans and these guys to to fill roles and to just make your stars better mm-hmm. or free them up some. But I don't think you're going to trade for one of your top guys. Yeah. Although they could. Yeah, they could. I mean, I guess they did trade for Paul George. So they did trade for Paul George. So, and you just wonder, I won't do it. Next one at po- Puke Co Jam. <laughs> hmm. Rank these players in order of March 23rd minutes played. So, in March, not March 23rd, March what? 23. Oh, on March 23rd, like, who's gonna I don't play remember. The most? Why would you no, no. ask me that? In March, in this upcoming March, who's going to play the most? Lindy, Shay, J Dub. Baisley, or someone currently not on the roster. I think the hope is that it's Shea, J-Dub, Baisley, Lindy. Or really, I'd, actually, I think Bays might be traded, so I'd put Bays at the end of this. Um, so Shea, J-Dub, Lindy, and then maybe whoever they get in trade. Yeah. It's probably what I would guess today. But there's a chance that it is like J-Dub, Lindy, Shay, somebody that's not on the roster. So, but I'll I'll predict that Shay is playing. I think that's way more fun. Uh, at Alex underscore Bullerjack, what's the best way to serve potatoes? Um, God, this is a really good question. Maybe the best question we've we've got all pod. It's a good one. Obviously, you can go with sliced and fried, also called fries. They're good. I love a good scallop potato. Yeah, you can have bad scallop potatoes very easily though. Yeah. So let's leave that on. Too that runny. Side. Yeah, you can have them like not uh, undercooked too easily. Yeah, you know. And there's like a crunch, and you're like, yeah, I don't want the crunch. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, it's not ready. Yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. mashed, a good mashed potato. Do you prefer mashed over fried? Uh, no, no. Fries are fries are probably gonna be number one. I think it's got to be number one. Yeah. There's a lot of good with crinkle cut. Good. All fries are good. But and then like you have baked potatoes, a double baked potato, twice baked, twice baked. Excuse me. Very good. Very good. Yeah, that's awesome. I haven't had one of those in a long time. Those are awesome. <laughs> Very good. Those are awesome, man. But probably French fries. Yep. Probably the number one way at Red Sox. Reverse. Great question. Would you rather see a fifty-five point game from Shea or a thirty-five point game from Poka? <laughs> fifty-five from Shea. A thirty-five from Poka would feel awfully good. That would that's a fever dream. Fifty five from Shea is like uh fifty five from Shea would be like, yeah. Yeah. We knew this. We knew this was gonna happen. Right, right. Thirty five from Poku would almost be more vindicating for myself and my uh my own personal podcast brand. So selfishly I think I would pick thirty five from Poku. I understand that. Yeah. That feel that would feel like, well, that was the one thirty five point game that we would get from him then, you know? <laughs> Glad we got to see it. It was like a comet. Okay, but do okay. Do I get to choose the opponent? Sure. And whether it was a win or a loss. Yeah, it's definitely going to come in a loss. No, no, no it'll come in a win. That's if, what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. 35, if it's thirty-five and a loss, then it then it just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If if Shea gets fifty-five in a loss, does it matter? I mean, think about how much the fifty-point win, fifty-point loss from Curry felt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Garland had 51 and they lost. Mm-hmm. And the, and they were not celebrated. 
the 59 point game from Joel Embiid was like yeah. celebrated because they, you know, not only because it was ridiculous, but because they won the game. Yeah. You know, Garland that same night scored 51 and nobody talked about it. Yeah, I was I couldn't believe it. I didn't even know that until I was looking at the box. Score. And it's because they lost. Yeah. So give me the 35 point game from Poku and like who who would I want them to beat most? I mean, if they beat Dallas. I mean, they've already played Milwaukee. What if they beat Phoenix in <laughs> Phoenix and Poku scores 35 and leads the team to the win? Yeah, that that would be pretty crazy. That would that would feel good. Or what if it's tonight in Memphis? Yeah, that would be pretty good. That would Okay, I'll take tonight in Memphis, 35 35 from Poku and what, a win. What are his uh what's That's his what, shot chart looking like? Also, I need I need some dunks, okay? Poku, I know that you technically you're dunking, but you're not dunking. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's more of placing it in there. Yes, he's placing the ball from above the hoop. It's like you would, hoop. it's like you would put an apple into a basket. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't even know if and maybe that's been beaten out of him too because maybe he's not strong enough to hold the ball and dunk hard. I think he could do it. That's just not in his nature. Yes, I know. Nine made threes. Couple dunks. Nine made threes. Yeah. Nine of nine. Nine of nine. <laughs> that would feel so good. I'd be dancing around my house tonight if that happened. So 27 of his 35 points come from threes. And then the others are free throws because you're like, what? How were you even aggressive enough to get to the line? And how are you actually making your free throws? Because he's like 50% from the free throw That'd line. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that, is my, that is my choice. Although, also, a 50-point 50, 50 game from Shea tonight against Jaw and winning in Memphis would also feel pretty good. That would really just put the cherry on top of the Sunday that is this week. Yeah. You know, like that would solidify. The fact that you can listen to like the Hoop Collective and all these podcasts and like Shea is leading it. Yeah. And I don't know if Shea's leading Sports Center. I'm, I assume that he did. I don't watch Sports Center. He's but, been making a lot of like really big national shows. Yeah. I just it would it would mean a lot. So to me random podcaster guy i would take boku but i think the fan base at large would prefer the 50 point from shay and tonight in memphis that would just be the that would be the one mm-hmm. that would be the game wouldn't it you know it would be and i'm just thinking of this world where actually it's not like shay gets 40 but poku gets 35 yeah and you know how earlier we were talking about national guys they think like maybe poku is like this guy <laughs> for okc if it was like it just like really becomes this there there's already such a large gap between like what we know about this team as OKC fans and what the national guys know about this yeah, team yeah, yeah, and if it becomes the national narrative is Shea and Poku are leading OKC to uh, you know 500 yeah that would just be so funny to me oh it'd be amazing like all the smart guys just talking about Poku all the having time. Having to talk about being forced to talk about Poku. That's another but like reason why liking I liking it. it. You know? Yeah. Like Poku is actually one of this best. Yeah, everybody like take it. back those takes that you had two weeks ago. Yeah. Throw them in the garbage. Uh at Girardi. Do we think there's any connection between losing Bays over the last few week over the last few games and the team's defensive rating tanking? We've seen opponents go ballistic from three without him patrolling the perimeter. Totally possible the offense is better without him too. Yeah, the the offense has been really good. I don't think Baisley is the catalyst for either one. I think mm-hmm. what's the catalyst is the shooting is definitely part of it. 
He could. I mean, he was good defensively. Yes. And so I don't want to discount that. But I don't think that he's the reason that they've fallen from the from the top to the bottom in defense. Because over the last five games, they've been one of the best. They've been the third best offense. Mm-hmm. And then they've been one of the, I think they're 25th in defense. I don't think that he's the reason why for all of it. I think that he's certainly a piece of the puzzle, though. Definitely. And when he's on the court, the offense, it just just the way he plays, and he has been good this year. Yeah. I mean, they, the they've way been, the numbers plays. say that they've won the minutes that he's been on the court. Yeah. So that's just, it's irrefutable. I mean, he's, he's been pretty good. I still don't think he's long for this team, but, you know, maybe you actually get a decent second round pick for him or something. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. At underscore DP Munt, explain to me why we would tank for a Wimbanyama when we already have Himbanyama. Hmm. What do you think about the him uh, uh, puns? I'm, I'm kind of over it. Himmy Carter? Yeah, I didn't really understand it. I think that was just the only um, guy he could think of that him was. The only president? Yeah, because I was like, well, I wonder, I was thinking, I wonder if there's some deeper meaning. Like, does he really like Jimmy Carter? I was like, no, I think it's just Jimmy run Himmy. He's a big, works with Jimmy. Yeah, he he's really into peanuts, maybe. Yeah. That you could know, be it. Jimmy was a peanut farmer. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Do you know that I've met Jimmy Carter? You know that? No. This? My my father in law is uh he was in this Jimmy Carter club for years. No joke. Dork. It's, it's a big dorky thing and it's awesome. But once a year, they go to he's so Jimmy was born in Plains, Georgia. It's this little bitty town mm. of just basically like peanut farmers. And once a year, everybody goes to the Peanut Festival in Plains, Georgia. And Jimmy is there and they have this dinner with Jimmy Carter every year. Is it all peanut based foods? Um, no, not at like the dinner. No, huh. but there's a lot of peanut stuff. Like Mr. Peanut is there yeah, cool. with the cane and the monocle. Weird. Um, this is really weird. I went one year to this peanut festival and to the, to the dinner and met him. And it was amazing. It was, it was, I was like, I was on a different planet. Did you travel out to planes just for the, uh, just for this event? Yeah. Huh. Flew into Atlanta, drove out to planes. It was unbelievable. Wow. So I shook hands with Hemi Carter before. So you liked the Hemi Carter thing? I liked it. It's funny. It's honestly very funny. It and is. the fact that he took his Wikipedia page and took a screenshot of it and put it on his Instagram just to make sure that <laughs> for all the youngins know what he's talking about was hilarious. I love that for Gen Z, being educated. Do you think Shay would care that I've met Jimmy Carter if I told him about it? Uh yeah, I I think you should tell him about it. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should tell him that story you just told me. And I think he'll be really interested he in it. He might like it. Yeah. He might like it. Uh or he'll just be very courteous to me because he's Canadian and yeah. just a nice guy. Uh last question at Peterman 33. Has there been a better time than now to wear the down to dunk too good to tank t-shirt? Yeah, it's too it's too literal and obvious now. I think what I liked about that T-shirt was it was like kind of sarcastic too. Oh, it definitely was sarcastic. Like that's why we made it. Yeah, is it because funny. people were people were mad at us at the time. 
mm-hmm. about us saying that they were tanking and then they were winning games early on. And now it does feel like it's taken two years for this joke to become true. Yeah. It's not, it, I think the time has passed because it would be, it's too obvious. Yeah. You know, but they are too good to tank. They are. Yes. Truly. Maybe. <laughs> Might be. All right. Uh, are you miffed and are you peeved? Miff, 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 miffed and peeved. Are you miffed and are you peeved? God, I don't know. I'm kind of grateful I'm Gene Bead right now. Okay. Uh, not about anything specifically. Not about- <laughs> I'll be honest. I haven't been able to stay till the end of the pod in a long time. I know. And I haven't uh, thought about this. Wow. I haven't even. I have. I haven't. Cons- also, I have a new baby. Like, I haven't considered my feelings. Yeah. In about three months. Wow. Well, you should t- take some stock. Yeah, I should. <laughs> uh, my hot water heater died last week. Oh, no. So of course. It started leaking and then eventually just died. And so I had to replace it. And so I called my plumber and like, hey, man, like how much is this going to cost me? And mm. he told me and I was, I was like, that's a lot of money. Um, <laughs> and so I went and bought the hot water heater myself somewhere. Ended up saving myself about four hundred bucks, dude. I I wish there was an easy way to go back through all of our miffed and peeves, yeah, and see what percentage of your miffed and peeves are like house or car related. Because it seems it. I feel like we're at seventy five percent of your miffed and peeves have to do with. <sighs> I've been a homeowner the entire time we've done the pods. So yeah, like that's probably why. It's because there's always something that goes. I wrong. love the theme. It's always something that goes wrong. Yeah. We should be. No, I should, I'm not even going to say it because nope. something's going to happen. All right. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Hope you guys have a great weekend. Subscribe to our show on YouTube. Go to YouTube. YouTube. Search Down to Dunk. Hit subscribe. You can watch us live. You can comment along just like these other people right now. Just like uh, uh, Jimmy Woodpecker and P. Finnamore and Jimmy Adam Woodpecker. and Adam Brandt and Koopa Scoop and Miguel Devella. All these people are in the stream. Allie 88, Michael Clampett, Pilly Skillern, uh, Evan Riggs, all hanging out in the stream. You could also hang out with us in the stream if you subscribe to us on YouTube and watch us on YouTube. Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the 35-point uh, night from Poku. I want to talk to you guys again. We um, talked about that so much. I'm kind of expecting it. Like I'm going to be watching. I know. For him I want to actually. I won't even be excited when it happens. I'm just expecting it to happen. Yeah. Uh, talk to you guys again on Monday.